Oh, that was good timing. It's about my knuckles. <laughs> I'm gonna go lay down. Oh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 64 Bits of Rage. Oh, there's a cat playing with the thing. And <laughs> my husband's gone. That'll happen. <laughs> episode 5. Oh, I was like, no, it's not. Wait, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's episode 5 of 64 Bits of Rage. <laughs> he took his cat toy away. He took the cat toy away. <laughs> then he ran out looking for it. He's very mad at you right now. Damn. I'm Anthony Schultz. I'm Eros Kahulitz. <laughs> yep, this is 64 Bits of Rage. Why do I sound sad? Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> 64 Bits of Rage. <laughs> what are we talking about, Gunzer? <laughs> yeah. We're going to be talking about DLC specifically for the Nintendo Switch because it's kind of a new thing for, for Nintendo Switch. games to even have DLC. Dude, it's right, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you think about... It's got, about... like, side quests, but DLC, though, that's, like, a new thing for it. That's so weird to think about. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure there was, like, in some limited capacity. I can look it up as we record, yeah. but on the Wii. No. Maybe the Wii U, because I don't know much because about we didn't, that. Yeah, we didn't have a... We, we didn't... We don't have the past tense, post tense, present tense. <laughs> Sometimes tense. <laughs> Sometimes tense. Oh, God, the brain fell apart. Yeah, no, we didn't never had a Wii U, so... So they could have as well, but... We just don't know. I know, traditionally, Nintendo hasn't really dabbled in DLC. No. But, like, Microsoft and Sony have been doing it for a couple generations now. Yeah, I think pretty much since it was easily downloadable and more accessing. Like, like PS3, PS2 and 360. PS... Yeah, because PS2 had internet access, but was more geared towards a you DVD. You buy, like, yeah, a separate thing, thing, though. And it could only be a hard Ethernet connection. Yeah, so. and it was more geared towards it being a cool DVD player uh, than a than actually a console and then the, i don't know about the xbox itself so that's so weird that's like the ps3 generation is when dlc started rolling out because yeah at least for sony like, yeah for sure. oh yeah we know that for sony because we're more of a sony nintendo heavy podcast <clears throat> but yeah like so ps3 i want to say came out like 2006 or something like that somewhere in there that's so weird to think we've of. had a good like i don't know 15 years of sony doing dlc just, yeah. just about and then um <laughs> nintendo really hasn't this year 2020 actually yeah <laughs> well 2019 is predicted but 2020 was rolling out <laughs> fucking the play uh that what came out 2017 and so it's three years of the Switch, and then it's rolling out with DLC, and DLC was 2006 with the PlayStation 3. Yeah, I'll look that up real quick, just to get little, my, like... little late to the game there, but at the same breath... They never really had, like, online infrastructure and stuff. But they never really needed it, either. I like, feel the Wii like... did, but it was pretty limited. It was pretty much so I you could Netflix get, like... I on the Wii. Yeah, and it had, like, YouTube and Netflix and stuff, and then you could... Did it YouTube? I don't know, I never did YouTube. I believe YouTube it did. On the Wii. Um... And then you could, they had like an eShop and stuff. I remember downloading some like old games. Mm-hmm. Like I got to play like Link to the Past yeah. on the Wii, Final Fantasy IV, uh, things, things along those lines. But it really wasn't until the 360 PS3 generation mm-hmm. when they had like online stores and it was yeah. tied into like, PS3 kind of lacked in this capacity, but like um, online chatting and mm-hmm. stuff like that with mics. <laughs> yeah, so it first released in 2006 in Japan, and then oh, well, yeah. Um, yeah, 2006 in North America as well. So it had a little bit later release in Europe and Australia. It was 2007. Ah, uh, okay. And that was a year after the 360. So 360 came out then, and it had to be 05. 
And yeah, so 15 yep. years mm-hmm. uh, DLC between the two, because that's really when they started building their online stores. Yeah, and... the online infrastructure going on there. Mm-hmm. What well, makes more sense to 2006, where internet's more relatively available, people were having like you know on uh, internet access for laptops and stuff. So that makes sense why Microsoft kind of rolled out with it potentially first, and then uh, PlayStation kind of like, dominated. So, yeah, by the end, absolutely. 360 did really well. It's probably Microsoft's best console mm-hmm. to date. And then PS3 picked up Steam a lot later. They finally did a price cut because it was absorbantly expensive. <laughs> it was like, what, $600? Yeah, seven. dollars Yeah, like $700. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't got fucking $700. But just whip a dick out and give it to you there. Um. Mm. So there's, there's a message board here from the what? Nintendo Wii. Ooh. Um, so this person asks, Hammer Hollywood, this is only a year ago, too. Uh, <laughs> is there a list somewhere for the Wii games with DLC? I just want to see if I could purchase some of these before the closure. So this must have been right before they were closing down everything. Yeah, okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's already closed. I still have points to use, though. <laughs> Sucker. Um, which is super funny, because they announced, like, way ahead of time when they were closing the Wii store. And yeah, you're, like, late to the game, dude. Pay attention on that shit. So this person just says that a, a few WiiWare games, which are like their downloadable titles, had DLC add-ons. But that yeah, I don't even like, know oh, what the fuck yeah. that is. Um, and the only disc-based games with DLC on the Wii were music games. Well, that makes sense because it's a music game like DJ Hero and stuff like that. And... Yeah, so it's like Rock Band, Guitar Hero, Just Dance, things like that. Well, that makes sense though with those because it's not necessarily DLC, it's just add-ons to... Like yeah, and that would be more third-party kind of thing. Like, yeah, we're talking about, like, straight Nintendo games with DLC, and this is honestly the first time I've ever heard of it, DLC for Nintendo, and honestly, the ones that they're rolling out with pisses me off. Yeah, so there might be some examples with, like, older <laughs> Nintendo consoles, but few and far between, and you'd be probably hard-pressed to scrounge them up, unless it's something that you specifically played back in the day and bought mm-hmm. the DLC for yeah. it, so you know, but... Because if anything, like I don't never really heard of DLC on Nintendo. Well, well, uh, that I kind of let me backtrack a bit because obviously Zelda Breath of the Wild had DLC, but they're more uh, amped up for advertising DLC this time around in 2020 than when it first launched. They seem to be. Yeah, I I remember Breath of Breath of the Wild people talking about the expansion pass and the DLC for it. But I don't remember it really being like, it didn't seem to be a focus at like, Nintendo's. It was just like, oh, this is Zelda. This is special. This yeah. is the first thing that's come out for the, it was a launch title for yeah. the Switch. And so here's the DLC for, for it. it. I, but, I, I feel like I distinctly remember too people saying that it was like the first time or one of the first times that DLC that, had ever come out for a, mm-hmm. a first party Nintendo game. Yeah, which especially was Zelda. Now, I do want to backtrack too as well. I still think Breath of the Wild is not a Zelda game, but it is a good game if you think of it as something else. Yeah, because I've been playing it. I started it after our last and which... podcast, <laughs> and I play it like I play an open world RPG, like Assassin's Creed or something. Yeah, but like that's the. Way and if you play it like that, it works. It works, works perfectly. Just fine. It's a little clunky, in my opinion, the in breaking some weapons. areas. That's not too bad because I always seem to have a host of weapons. I never did for some reason, but I didn't play it like that, though. But I pick everything out because I just think of it as an RPG. You just you collect everything. So, and this is where, now I know we're in a little sidetrack t- uh, here again, but this is where you and I uh, differ, but are the same, because, like, you've always played kind of RPGs in open worlds, and 
when I played Zelda, I played it like a Zelda game. Well, yeah, because uh, they're linear. Yeah, they're very yeah. linear. But for me, I, I like I've said before in prior podcasts, I like the other Zelda games, which are actually more open world. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can do dungeons out of order and stuff, mm-hmm. and you can, depending on where you can get and what items you have. Yeah. It's very much Metroidvania. Yeah, yeah. It is a little bit more open world and less linear than the 3D Zeldas that I in like. between, yeah. And Which like, I didn't play. No, and you didn't play, and that's where... I, I went back years later and played Ocarina of Time, but that's it. Well, it's clunky to you because it's it's so old at this point. And well, Breath of the Wild is clunky to me. I don't think it's a... I think it's a good game. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a great game by any means. No. I don't think it's really a Zelda game. And I think, like... I think the movement, the controls, mm-hmm. the menu system, mm-hmm. the button mapping mm-hmm. are all really old. Like, I don't think they're very modern at all. Like, well, I, I, like... <laughs> I play newer open world games, mm-hmm. and it's very seamless and kind of natural, <coughs> for the most part. Yeah, yeah. And how you play, as far as AAA open world games. Yeah. Uh, Zelda is not that, but it's AAA, which is really weird. It's It's clunky. It, it really it's is. It's not as smooth as playing, like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey or even Mad Max or, so, you know, mm-hmm. these other open world games that might be more like action-adventure games, mm-hmm. but still. They it's just like, eh. They don't handle, it doesn't handle very well. No. Like, I will play through it and finish it. Like, I'm curious about the story and stuff, but. But, uh, yeah, and it's like, that's why I was just kind of getting at, because when you played through it, I'm like, okay, I can see how you're playing it, how this wouldn't make you aggravated like it did in me. Because I'm just collecting things yeah. and going where I want to go and slowly meandering to the next, like, point and stuff. And, yeah. Like, killing everything along the way. And, like, I'm just doing how I would normally play. Yeah. It's like, I clean out an area and then go to the next area. But that's yeah. how I play Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. or Far Cry or any of these yeah. Ubisoft open but world But when games. I'm playing, like, Breath of the Wild, I'm thinking, like, uh... Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask or something like that. Or Trying even, to play it more linearly, but then it's like you don't really get, you don't... Collect if you're, the if you're not getting the shrines and you're not really leveling up because mm-hmm. it doesn't have an experience system, you're not collecting a lot of things, so you can just cook all the time. Cook or, all the time or get the weapons you need. Or have a, just a ton of weapons. weapons. at just, Because I max out of weapons like all the time. And I, didn't, and I just go and then I use the weakest that I have first, until it breaks. And, then and I save the more powerful ones that I come across mm-hmm. just for... And, and it's like, obviously, I didn't, I didn't think of it like that, because obviously when you're playing Zelda, you get the one shield and one sword, and there you go. Yeah, exactly. Because the 3D ones were set up like that. It's like, it was even it was a moment when you mm-hmm. got a new weapon or a new shield. Yeah. If there was even an upgrade for it. Yeah, exactly. And it's not in Breath of the Wild. They're, no. They're throwaways. Exactly. It's like, okay, well, you're going to have like six clubs, a hammer, and a couple or you're swords. you're trying to do a, a, a freaking arrow, and it snaps in your hand, you know. Yeah. I do like that the arrow and bow mechanics are decent. At least I enjoy decent. I enjoy yeah. that because that's hard to do in a game. Like Elder Scrolls in particular comes to mind where mm-hmm. I have difficulties using the bow the and bow, arrow system. So I never really did. Uh, other ones though, like Horizon Zero Dawn, or uh, just a, it's very yeah. centered on to use the bow anyway. Yeah, but you do get a lot of other weapons later on, but I still love using the bow in that. It was very amazing, and I swap it in and out. And yeah, different yeah. types of bows, and well, it's they don't like, break though. True, and then like all the other Zelda games I played are the DS, which are the handheld, so it makes sense for the the Switch, and then play like Spirit Tracks and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, it's super frustrating because again, they're open is more again linear and you get, they you are get more one, linear, you yeah. can't one sword one shield yeah. and you're good to go well they don't break you just have it yeah they don't break you just have them you may get the like most a, thing you have to do is like maybe switch out a legendary sword or something down yeah the road. what you're using. you gotta do all the side quests <laughs> like we talked about before to get the legendary sword but then it's like wait which one was that we talked about that side quest but for zelda 
No, which we talked about side quest. Was it PlayStation or was it the... Oh, the side quest one? That was for a Rage Quit. That was okay, for I had to reiterate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. talked about it on the Rage Quit, the PlayStation one, about how side quests are important, and that kind of links into doing everything in, like, maybe uh, Zelda. Yeah, yep. <laughs> then to get maybe the legendary shield or legendary sword or armor or something like that. Yeah, like the best of the best. Mm-hmm. A lot of Metroidvanias do that as well, where it's like... You don't have to finish the game with the best weapons. No, Final Fantasy does that. Makes it a little easier, but then in the same breath, you can still do it though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just if you want to. Yeah, and to the side. I know. I just figured I'd reiterate that because we're talking about DLC, which fits into Zelda, but it's like. Well, the Zelda DLC sounds like garbage, in my opinion. I looked at it because I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna finish. I think it was free. No, no, it's an expansion pass. Ugh. I'll grab the switch and we can look at oh, some no, stuff. But hey, oh, no, but hey. Oh, speaking of switches, handheld. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, it's just super, like, frustrating because Breath of the Wild in particular got, mm-hmm. like, near-perfect reviews. And, like, you not. play it and it's like, what the fuck is this shit? And a lot of it was like, oh, this is, so like, such cutting edge. And innovating and new. And, and it's not. It's not innovative or new. I've and played so even, many games prior to it that now do it way better. It's than, not even done well. Zelda does yeah and it's very disappointing because I was I was expecting to see what other people saw in it and I and you're right I it just is, don't it's just it, a good game but it's not a great game and it's no. now we're near a perfect game and I, I do see where you say it. it actually is relatively pretty but when you get to like the heavier um areas the heavier uh civilized like people areas and stuff and like people areas where people were living or like little uh, villages and villages stuff, yeah. i don't know why i can think of the word villages villages or near a town or a destroyed town but a lot of the times you're literally just walking across a fucking field well and like the shrines i find to be tedious and mostly pointless and i feel like it's just filler because they're like two seconds long like mm-hmm. you go in there's like a introductory kind of like a little puzzle that's super easy then there's one that's like a little bit harder but usually not much harder you can figure it out in like yeah. a minute or two mm-hmm. and then you're at the end of it and it's like and i wish don't... those are like maybe fewer but more fleshed out like mm-hmm. not quite the length of, i haven't really done a dungeon yet but not the length of a dungeon but half step i don't think there's any dungeons and in... it, if it's just shrines then that makes me really irritated no it's just shrines there's no dungeons i don't like that you though. go to like the water people the gorons which at least they kept those i think the bird people yeah so if it's you know, okay the if it's just shrines then then it's like no it's just shrines. i hate that gameplay loop no it's, it's not difficult it's not fun it's fucking tedious. It's just you have just to do them it. to get the orbs to get hearts and then uh, stamina, and then stamina is annoying too in this game. Well, and then I I don't like how you okay. So in the very beginning of the game, totally. it <laughs> yeah, you bring out the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Switch, and it's like Game Spot ten out of ten, uh, trusted reviews five out of five, five. Dual Shockers ten, 10 out, out of ten, 10. Five, out of five. five out of five, Destructoid ten. IGN, 10 out of 10. 5 out of 5. 10 out of 10. You know. This is not a fucking 10 game. I don't, I don't understand it at all. No, there's but, no dungeons. Yeah, you climb the towers and it's like, okay, you can look in this whole area. So first of all, the draw distance is fucked up mm-hmm. because you can see beyond the area you're in. Yes. So when you see, so you a, a can shine. accidentally tag stuff that you haven't even, in an area that you haven't even been to yet, which doesn't help. It you. doesn't. You have a limited. It doesn't gray it out. You can, like you it know, should. The draw distance should pop off. Yeah. If you're not in that map area. And it shouldn't show you anything beyond the large area. Because you're doing that when you're doing the uh, initial open uh, plateau. I was taking stuff way Way further further in the distance. distance, I'm like, like, I can't even go there yet because this is tutorial stuff Yeah, exactly. 
And then um, you, in the initial area, like the mm -hmm. tutorial kind of area, you can tag pretty much everything in it. Yeah. If you could make sure not to get the ones outside of, of the area. Uh, so I was like, oh, okay, that's very similar to a lot of open world RPGs. Like, yeah, I'm when you fine do the, you know, strategic place, uh, Bales of Hay. Yeah, they have the viewpoints in Assassin's the Assassin's Creed. Now, they have the tall decks in Horizon, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn. Dawn. But then again, like, it just opens up the world you need to see in that part of the map. Yeah, and in that case, you don't have to, in Horizon Zero Dawn, you don't have to tag anything. It just shows you everything on the map, and then you can go into the map yourself. Well, same select with, it, same and with and the Odyssey, there. too. Like, you don't have to Odyssey tag shit. You have your too. bird if you need to tag stuff, but that's in, like, uh, if it's, like, a game part where you're like, oh, okay, these enemies are escaping, use your bird to find them, and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you can tag stuff with your, with your bird, your eagle, depending but, on which one it is. But. but then again, it's, like, not detrimental for you to fucking tag shrines. Or you figured out how to turn it off. I didn't know how to turn off the, the shrine beep thing when you're near Well, that's what I was getting to. So, like, I get to the next tower, and I'm like, okay, I can just select everything mm -hmm. in this area. Mm -hmm. I can clear out all the shrines, and then go to the Move next objective. Area. Mm -hmm. um, no, you because of the topography of the area you're in, you can't feasibly see all of the shrines and everything in that area. So the tower means nothing. And they're literally hidden everywhere. You have to use that stupid Beeping. chime thing, which is just going to be clicking off all the time in the background. So yep. I ended up just turning it off, and I was like, if I come across them, I come across them. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to use this unless I have to. Kind of What's even more annoying is you get the orbs from the shrines, and then you got to find a statue to pray to and pick, well, do I need hearts or do I need stamina? Yeah, that's pretty... I've seen that in my I know that's games. regular. So I'll just go back and forth. So I, did, I started with a heart, and I'll do stamina next, and I'll do heart. I know, that's regular, next, but the same breath is like, you know, <laughs> breath of the wild. Uh, with the <laughs> stamina, though, it's like you can't, I get not having stamina because it's open world, but it's like, it just doesn't feel naturally like you beating enemies. The, the upgrade system is stupid. Well, that's what I mean. I feel like what they tried to do was, okay, well, it was a bitch they can game. explore this area of the map with these towers. And then it's like, well, there's a design flaw. You can't actually see everything from the towers depending on what area you're in. Okay, well, let's add in then this, like, kind of echolocation device so that you can find the shrines if you're close by. That'll just chime all the time. It's a hot, war or a hot cold yeah. situation. And... So it's like making up for a design flaw. Mm -hmm. And then that's Instead the same kind of thing. Like you could do like main dungeons to get the items that you need. But it's like, no, we give all of the, um, Weapons. all of the main items and abilities that you need pretty much right in the beginning in the tutorial. Mm -hmm. So, but we still need something that's like a dungeon for people to explore. Let's do these little shrines instead. And mm -hmm. then that's how you, like, get your heart pieces and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, well, we got a stamina system, so we're going to have to figure out how to upgrade that, too. It just seems like it goes from one design flaw that's fixed this by implementing a new game mechanic. And then sometimes it's, like, two or three deep, where it's like, oh, we created another issue. Mm -hmm. Well, let's add this in to fix that issue then. And then we oh, created we created another, another problem. Issue. And that's, the whole game is that. It's just fixing problems that it started out with. When it could have been easily just to uh, implement, like, a cloud system. Like, it'll clear the clouds up in this area for you to see Yeah, everything. and they just show you everything on the map. Or if they didn't want to do that, they really wanted to promote exploration and stuff, then it's like, oh, we have, like, these little beams of light, and you can tag them, even if it's spot uh, shrines behind a mountain or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you can look through, like Mad mm -hmm. Max does that. You have to go up in this little air balloon and use your binoculars to tag everything. Mm -hmm. And if you don't tag it, it doesn't show it up on your map. Yeah. But you but can go you back to the balloon and do it. Um, Zelda just, 
it, it just went down this weird rabbit hole, and then I think a lot of these reviewers just got it stuck in their head that it's Zelda, it has to be great, the other ones have been, or some mm -hmm. of them have been, mm -hmm. so we're giving it a 10. And it's like, no, this game is super flawed. Like, it doesn't make sense from a gameplay Can you standpoint. how many death threats you get if you, like, actually order a review? <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm tired of people doing that. They do it with Mario, too, which I really love. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, if you have Mario... But not Donkey on, Kong! You know... We talked about this in Rage Quit, too. I think, like, uh, Sony's starting to suffer from those kind of effects. If it's got Naughty Dog attached to it or Last of Us, like, it's... It's fucking perfect. People are gonna call it perfect, whether it mm. is or not. <laughs> and things that are new are yeah. gonna be judged way more harshly, like Days Gone, and be torn to shreds. And they're amazing games. When that's a really great game, yeah. on par with Horizon Zero Dawn mm. and Last of Us and Uncharted. Um... Yeah, in the case of Nintendo Zelda, it's just like it has Zelda, so they gave it a perfect score. But you start dissecting it, like I've been playing. I've been playing it, what, three years after the fact, yeah. after it released. And do I have some familiarity with the franchise, but not a ton. Like I do. Yeah. And so it's just kind of going in with, like, eyes open. Yeah. This game is not a great game. It's just fucking not. It's decent at best. It's a yeah. seven. Yeah. That's what I would give it. I would give it a seven. Like if I was I was a ten give point it, I was scale. Give it a five out of ten. You're like nicer than me. Yeah, I believe five out of ten. It's not a five out of ten, but it's 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 a decent enough game. It gets the job done. Yeah. It looks pretty. Mm -hmm. I think it tried something new for the franchise it's in. Mm -hmm. Um. So you gotta give them credit there. Mm -hmm. Um. They went out on a limb and tried something vastly different. But mm -hmm. uh, you know, it doesn't do anything better or. Different. You know, different or, you know, innovative, I guess mm -hmm. is, like, the better word, um, than other open-world games that are on other consoles. Exactly. It just doesn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. I, I mean, I can just go off about it. I, I just honestly just think it's a decent game. Like, yeah. And then the inclusion of the DLC, DLC is, like, $20 for the season pass right now. I don't know if it was more expensive. Probably This previously. is as of recording. Um... But it's got like a, what, DLC pack one and two. What does DLC pack one entail? The Master Trials. <laughs> so you get Trial of the Sword, Heroes Path Mode, Master Mode. So it sounds like they added extra difficulties and a few items and a trial. Okay. That's, That's That should have just been given in a free patch. Yeah, instead of personally. calling it a DLC. And then the second pack included the Champion's Ballad, six clothing items, hidden in treasure chests, okay. ancient horse gear. That's it? Yeah, it looks like they gave you... For 20 bucks. Fuck that shit. Another trial. It's a different type of trial. Mysterious Voice beckons Link to challenge to the Divine Beast Tamer's Trials. Oh, um, God. Yeah, so... This is where Nintendo's kind of fucking up with DLC, probably because they're so new to it. Is mm -hmm. if patches is... are becoming DLC. Yeah, and patches should be free. It doesn't really matter so much, in my opinion, <laughs> if it's after the launch of a game. Mm -hmm. But if you're adding difficulty modes and cosmetic items and maybe, like, a trial mm -hmm. or something on those, it should be free. Because both of those... Or incredibly cheap. Yeah. Because both those packs, even now, three years later, are still both 20 bucks. So that's an additional... I think it's 20 bucks together. I think oh. you get both DLC packs in the Regardless, extension. 10 bucks a piece. 10 bucks a piece. They should be like $1.99 at this fucking point. Yeah, because Siders 3 had like a trial uh, system that mm -hmm. was added on. And it was like 
five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. Yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. And it was like, I find that reasonable because mm-hmm. if you really like the game, then you can get it. Exactly. So this was like the twelve seven two thousand seventeen. So not too much longer after the actual game was released. Okay, so I want to look up. It, it should have just been patched in and given that kind of content. And then if they wanted to do an expansion, it should have been uh, like the story DLC. Mm-hmm. Do an epilogue or do a prequel or play as a different character or, you know, add like really in-depth side quests, you know, that are going to take you several hours to complete. Uh, that's what it should have been, especially for a story-driven Game. action RPG like Zelda is, especially that one is. Uh, maybe a whole new area. Yeah. You know, you know something along those lines. Trying you know, go. how did... There it is. Season how did, Holy you, shit. It, it's just a little frustrating. You can just tell that Nintendo's just kind of novices at it, and they're first yeah, I'm looking studios at, like, at novices at doing proper DLC. So let me, let me, let me search this better, actually. Yeah, my feet. <clears throat> While you're looking at that stuff, I, I read a few articles before we started recording today mm-hmm. about... Nintendo also implementing paywalls in mm-hmm. their games. So, like, subscription services. Okay. Uh, the Animal Crossing you like has one, actually. Yeah, uh, it has one even on its uh, po- uh, starter pack, or pocket. Uh, that's what I was talking about. Uh, there's also a Fire Emblem game mm-hmm. that is uh, not three houses, but a mobile mm-hmm. uh, that is now behind a paywall. I... It just seems really weird because it's like Nintendo mm-hmm. should be standing upon the shoulders of giants in the terms of DLC and patches. Mm-hmm. They have 15 years worth of data yeah, from Sony and Microsoft. So they can see what they did wrong or what third-party publishers did wrong and what they did right. You would think they would just mimic... You know the the fan reaction to good Wait, DLC or two good expansions good patches. And expansion passes. Yeah, well, that, that cannot be purchased separately. I'm reading up the uh, the expansion passes on the Pokemon. So keep going. I'm getting confused by it. Oh, it's just there's an expansion pass that has different things for each title. Oh, that's that right. one you would be spending. It's like what forty dollars? Oh, no, it's like okay. So they have. Uh, sorry to cut you off and. So, no, so you can buy like the some of the stuff the full, a la a la carte. Yeah, but if you buy Pokemon Sword and Shield together, they have like a quote unquote deal is one hundred and nineteen ninety nine, which is they're both sixty dollars. So that's so the like same price as buying them separately. A la carte. So, so that's yeah. That's, it's not a deal. It's that's tomfoolery. It's just right yeah. There. You can buy them individually, or you and can just click the, the button once and right, get them both. And then the individual expansion expansion passes, Pokemon Sword expansion passes twenty nine ninety nine, and then then Shield twenty nine ninety nine. So if you bought the double game together for one hundred and twenty dollars. And then, so that's $180, no, 4040 yeah, yeah, $80. $180, $180 plus tax. Plus tax on both games and both expansion packs. Or for $89.98, you can buy Pokemon Shield in the expansion pack, and then you can buy Pokemon Sword in the expansion Which, packs. Which, again, that's not a deal either, because the game's $60 in the expansion pack. Is that's exactly that what it would, would cost, cost if you just bought them separately. So, for right out the door, the so, prices are not <coughs> So, cheap. if you're a huge Pokemon fan, and Ooh, it's something yep, that you really want, one. you're going to spend $180. You're going to get both, and you're going to get both expansion packs, and you're going to spend almost $200, and you're not going to get... Uh, Mm-hmm. A collector's Pokemon of the starters, like a figurine. And they're or stupid. The expansion you know. packs are dumb. Oh yeah, and they're adding more Pokemon. The, that's all it is. Let me see. The I'm doing the sword, which should have been included. So in its release, because they cut the amount of Pokemon down in the release. 
Uh, da, 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 da. Is this something he... Well, obviously it says obviously, but... So that's super fucking frustrating. It is. And it's like, why in the hell... It's a Pokemon game. It's literally in the title of the fucking name. It's Pokemon. I have to spend an extra $30 when I'm spending an out-of-pocket cost for a $60 game. So, no. I don't... It's price gouging. It's price gouging. I don't have the fucking money right off the bat to buy a $60 game and then a $30 expansion to get the other Pokemon. People are like, well, you can just wait and it will be cheaper. Or you just wait. You don't need to write it. Well, I want to play a fucking Pokemon game. My whole point of playing this is to catch Pokemon. Well, and also, a lot of people want to be a part of the conversation. So, it's like, especially on, like, social media mm-hmm. with their friends. Yeah, so even. if... Your group of friends or people you talk to online are huge Pokemon fans. How am I Do you want to be to... the guy that plays it six months later while all your friends are talking exactly. about it? It's like, no, you actually want to have an earnest conversation. Just Pokemon. <laughs> and, you know, enjoy Geek. playing it, but you're also kind of playing it with friends. Yeah. And they do have, uh, you know, it has, you know, connectivity to it. Okay, so I think they did DLC for Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, the Ultras. Okay, people are saying Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon should have been released as DLC. That's weird. This is, like, completely different uh, territory. Those, those were probably full-fledged releases like they had done in the Pokemon franchise before. Yeah, and then they should have just been with the Sun and Moon game. They're like, well, they this, is what updates, Sun and, yeah. this, what, this is what Sun and Moon should have been, is the Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Instead, they created the Sun and Moon game, which is, like, heavy fucking tutorial. And then it's like, well, have the other games. Because they do Ultra versions. Like, I play Soul Silver, which is an Ultra version yeah, of yeah, Silver. Yeah. Same with, like, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Yellow is an Ultra version of, like, the three originals. Yeah, because they had, what, like, Red and... Red and Blue. Or Green? Is it Green? Red, Blue, and No, they green. did Green later. I they think. did Green later. I think they did Red and Blue and then Yellow and Green. That was Red and Yellow and then Green. I don't know. Let me look it up. Those are, those are, those are old games. They are really old. <clears throat> yeah, and, and that's common for the Pokemon franchise, which makes sense. So if you want to wait, you can, once a bulk of the sales have already happened, mm-hmm. you can either choose to play right away by picking one or buying both if you have the money. Yeah. And then, if not, then you can pick up the one that yeah, it was, does everything. Okay, so it was uh, yellow, red, and blue, and then green. Okay. Which makes sense. It does make sense. Um, and it sounds like with the, the Pokemon mm-hmm. Sword and Shield, <laughs> they're going down the same route yeah. that Zelda Breath of the Wild already treaded mm-hmm. <laughs> by charging people for DLC packs or expansion packs, and you're not really getting your bang for your buck, mm-hmm. you're just getting more Pokemon that probably should have been included in the game to begin with. Yeah, exactly. I think people would have been happy if it was like oh this game is delayed by a few months but mm-hmm. we're gonna have like the the full okay so of pokemon the pokemon release time goes red and green and then 1996 and then blue and then yellow is 1998 that one's a weird one because all the other ones after that usually just had like one-to-ones they did yeah this one's a weird and then it's gold, the first and then one, it goes though. gold and silver then crystal and then ruby and sapphire then fire red and leaf green makes sense Emerald, Diamond and Pearl, Platinum. And then they've remade some of them, like you said. Yeah, like, like Heart Silver. Gold and Soul Silver, yeah. then Black and White, Black 2 and White 2, X and Y, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Like, from 2014 back, those are fucking just amazing Pokemon games. And then you get Sun and Moon. Then Ultra Sun and Moon. Well, then Shield and Sword now. And then Shield and Sword. Which oh, I, and I, I remember... Let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee's one, which I have. What was the one before Sun and Moon? <clears throat> 
The main ones. Omega Ruby and Alpha, uh, Alpha Sapphire, or Black and White. Was it Black and White, or was it just Sapphire and Ruby? It was a, it, well, that's how it is. It goes, that's the timeline in there. He's not looking right at it. He stole a thingy off the desk again. <laughs> so funny. Oh, okay, so Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. But it's like the whole point of a I think it was X and Y. I remember people being incredibly excited about it. Once it came out, they talked about it for months and months and months. Mm-hmm. They really got into it. It was mm-hmm. awesome. And then everyone, I feel like since then, there's a lot of hype uh, going into a new one. Yeah. But once it comes out, I feel like it dies like right away. When that makes sense. Like, people are losing mm-hmm. interest more quickly because I don't think it's quite what people want. And I know they sell incredibly well still, but I, think, I feel the, like that's just brand loyalty. What do you think the Pokemon games? Like, what do you mean by that specifically? Uh, Pokemon, yeah, specifically. I mm-hmm. like I said, I feel like the last two generations, the last two main generations, Sword and Shield mm-hmm. and uh, Sun and Moon, yeah, are only selling because be- of because of brand, brand loyalty, loyalty or like brand player. Like uh-huh. it's like because it's a Pokemon game. It's Pokemon. They're it. gonna buy. Yeah. I feel like the the zeitgeist though of Pokemon, Stop the cultural that. zeitgeist, yeah, so, like people talking about it, people. Even if you watch really cartoons, it. even. And, you know, going months and months and months, like, just playing this game and, yeah. and discussing it and, like, you mm-hmm. know, playing with one another and doing those kind of things. I feel like it dies very quickly now. But X and Y, mm-hmm. I remember I had not played a Pokemon at that point. Yeah. I remember being at work and people just talked about it for, like, six months, eight months, a mm-hmm. year. It just went on and on and on because mm-hmm. people really fucking enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, they had a blast playing it, they got to play with other people, you know, some people had carried their Pokemon through all the series, and so... And you can do that, you can actually jump your Pokemon through Yeah, and some people had done that, and other people, you know, had missed a generation or two, so hadn't done that, Mm -hmm. and there was always, like, some sort of conversation Mm -hmm. about it, and then with the most recent two iterations, the mainline ones, it just doesn't seem like that's really been around, like, that's Mm -hmm. really been a thing. Well, yeah, it's like, I remember the innovation of, like, was it when they can start following you? I think it was Soul Silver, Gold and <clears throat> Silver, I think. That is not the right thing. Uh, maybe. Pokemon. It, yeah, Gold and Silver is when the Pokemon, I think, was innovative because they could follow you. Like, you had your first Pokemon can follow you. Hold on, man, I'm double checking here. It's just disappointing, like, to see mm-hmm. Nintendo making the same mistakes that mm-hmm. early third-party publishers and mm-hmm. ostensibly their competitors at the time with the Wii, the PS3, and the mm-hmm. 360 uh, made when they started building their online infrastructures. Yeah. But there was a lot of worry about, uh, you know, DLC that should have just released with the game or released with a patch. So what do you feel like is an ultra true DLC, especially since uh, Nintendo's just starting to kind of uh, hop on the bandwagon with DLC? For me, as a consumer and a video game lover, I feel that good DLC Mm -hmm. should be anywhere between like $20 and $40 I'm Mm -hmm. willing to spend, depending on the length of content or how much you're getting. Yeah. And for games like RPGs or even action adventure games, Mm -hmm. like I want... I want levels, I want story content, and then mm-hmm. I also want, like, the the kind of cheap stuff that Nintendo's doing, the extra weapons and or gear, armor yeah. or gear and stuff. But I want that on top and wrapped up into a store. Like, make it relevant to whatever story content yeah, you're that doing, you're doing. Yeah. 
And make it truly an aside. Like, mm-hmm. you know, make it a new area you can go to. Mm-hmm. You know, Horizon Zero Dawn, I think, has one of the best pieces of DLC yeah. in recent memory. Uh, it unlocks a whole new area in the map. Mm-hmm. It unlocks new creatures mm-hmm. for you to defeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, a whole nother tribe to, yeah. like, talk to and, like, communicate with and how they relate to the rest of the world. Okay. that game does a great job with uh, world building mm-hmm. and lore building as well. Um, and it has a, a, a story, you know, an A to Z, like, mm-hmm. that story. you can follow. And then on top of it, you get new weapons, new mm-hmm. gear, um, Items. unique weapons, just mm-hmm. to that. They're not even, like, reskinned that are just, like, stronger or something. Mm-hmm. And it raised the level cap. So it's, like, it was more difficult on top of it. Mm-hmm. The new game plus mode and all that stuff that... Which is free. It was free. That, yeah. that was just a patch that they added in. They added another difficulty and mm-hmm. they added new game plus in. And that was just a free patch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Frozen Wilds, though, like, was all-encompassing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say it was, like, you know, 15, 20 bucks. At, at the most. And, and, yeah, and I would pay that, like, for that piece of content. I think Borderlands does a really great job with their DLC. Yeah. Uh, they always, like, their season pass right now is, like, $50, which is, like, incredibly extensive. But that series has a really great track record yeah. of either doing, like, multiple seasons worth of content... And they're mm-hmm. all completely new areas that you, like, mm-hmm. fast travel to. They have, like, new characters. Yeah, but they it's like you buy the stories. season pass at $50. They they give you your $50 worth. That's what I mean. That's what I feel is, like, like most bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. And then I'm getting, like, more story. I'm getting more characters. I'm getting more gear. I'm getting a level cap increase. Mm-hmm. Like, Loot. Yeah, gear. I, you know, I'm getting, like, so many, a little bit of everything yeah. that encompassed the main game. Mm-hmm. Just in a smaller portion. Yeah. You know, instead of getting, like, 40 hours of content or 80 hours of the content, you know, I'm, I'm getting, like, 10 more hours or 12 more hours yeah, exactly. for an additional 20 bucks or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, but you feel like with DLC for, like, the Pokemon and Zelda, where Zelda is the, the level difficulty in Pokemon, there's <laughs> more Pokemon. Zelda, I think, should should have added in, like, their DLC or expansion pass should have been free. Yeah. It should have been trickled out over time mm-hmm. and uh, just given as updates mm-hmm. or things you can redeem for free in mm-hmm. the eShop if that's how you have to do it. Mm-hmm. And then you can have, you know, new weapons yeah. or, or the trials or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, what they should have done for their expansion, in my opinion, is added, like, a new area. Yeah. You know? And again, it could be, like, an epilogue or it could Gorm, be a side, side or you know, something. Some lengthy side quest or story Mm -hmm. driven content in a new area with new shrines, Mm -hmm. uh, new weapons, new gear. Yeah. But it's like, that is the crux of that game. Game, I personally hate it, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are many that did enjoy it. I just don't. Mm -hmm. They should have just done a a bite sized section of Mm -hmm. the entire world and map and then done it new and differently and like added it on to the game Mm -hmm. and uh, you can go through that. I think that would be mm-hmm. worth twenty dollars. You know, if you had an entire new area to explore that was looked different, yeah. had new shrines, had maybe a new item for you to use mm-hmm. that wasn't you know like the bombs mm-hmm. or you know the magnetic uh, ability that you get. Yeah. Uh, with Pokemon, I don't know how <laughs> they would do. Add more Pokemon, seriously. And like buy this, so you're not gonna catch all the Pokemon. Well, fuck you. Then. I can How picture them them? doing an expansion. So whatever they call the, you know, like ultimate Sword and Shield or whatever. Ultimate it, it may Sword be. and Ultimate Shield. 
Yeah, if they wanted to have that as, mm-hmm. like, DLC that you pay for, mm-hmm. for one of them. Like, mm-hmm. if you have Sword, eventually down the line, you can spend $20, and it's like you combine both of them. Sword like, and Shield. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they do it in DLC instead of back in the day, you know, 20, 25 years ago, mm-hmm. when they would release an entirely new title yeah. that was all three games, or all two games, mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Like Pokemon did. Yeah. And then they if original? they didn't have enough time, and they really wanted Pokemon Sword and Shield to come out when it did... Then all the additional Pokemon, those should just be free updates. They should be. They I should don't... just trickle them in as they can, as they have the manpower and the time to do so, mm-hmm. and maybe sketch out like a roadmap where it's like we're gonna release these hundred Pokemon or fifty Pokemon or whatever mm-hmm. it is updates. by this date, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna do fifty more by this date, fifty more by this date I until we get to the complete feel roster. I need to play a Pokemon game and buy a DLC, quote unquote, that's more Pokemon. I was like, what the fuck's the whole point of a Pokemon game if there's no Pokemon in it? Yeah, and when you cut it down to bare bones and then sell it for $60 and be like, well, it's on the Switch. We've never done that before. And it's like, well, then take your time doing it. Seriously. Like, then wait. Then push back your release date And then push out it. the DLC for, like... Don't price gouge your fans. Yeah, because then you can do, like, the $30 for, like, new gyms or new bosses. Yeah, and that's kind of what like I was that. thinking, too. You could also add new areas mm-hmm. to Pokemon as these well. Because that like really three, is an RPG. Yeah, these are, like, these three new gym leaders. And you can defeat them and get these three badges. Which makes, you know, of course, everyone likes to fight the ba- gym leaders for the badges. I don't even think... Yeah, add to... Like, oh, add, and make what? them a little bit harder. Make them more difficult. I don't think Sun and Moon had that. Which kind of pisses me off. Hold on. But... Yeah, something along those lines I think would be adequate mm-hmm. for Pokemon DLC. Uh, mm-hmm. When we were researching before this episode, the only one that I saw that seemed to have a good grasp of what mm-hmm. an expansion or DLC should be, and we'll see once it releases, is Fire Emblem Three Houses. <laughs> okay. Which is very story-driven, uh, but they have a huge piece of mm-hmm. story content coming. Badges. That's going to add to to the world and the lore. Uh, yeah. yeah, in the same way that the Frozen Wilds did with Horizon Zero mm-hmm. Dawn. Moves up gym badges. <laughs> so, I Pokemon's a little trickier to add stuff in. I think it's doable, though. Uh, adding in Pokemon, though, and charging mm-hmm. people 30 more dollars, I think, is heresy. <laughs> like, it should just be given. Are you serious? Okay. I you already paid say... full price for a game like you would on the 3DS. Like, why? Why, yeah, why am I doing more? Yeah. Especially since there was a lot of controversy beforehand that they were just... Okay, there's... there's Okay, I was going to be pissed if I didn't have any badges. I don't think I got to a gym leader in the fucking Pokemon Sun. <laughs> <laughs> but that... Um... The whole point of the game, defeat the gym bad leaders and get the badges and catch the fucking Pokemon! <laughs> How hard is this? That, uh... In... Oh, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. I'm tiring because it pissed me off. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Oh, I was, I was talking about the controversy before Sword and Shield came mm-hmm. out. So one of the reasons they said there wasn't as many Pokemon as the other ones is because they were doing all new assets for it mm-hmm. since it was on the Switch. But then it came out that they were reusing assets from the 3DS. What the fuck? For a console. Well, then, then they did that like a day and night cycle. Yet again, not innovative, not new. No, not, it's really old Not now. needed. Not needed in Pokemon. Yeah. In I, I remember that being slightest. new like on the PS2. There should have been a night and day cycles only in Sun and Moon, and that makes sense. That makes total sense, but it should change your Pokemon and all that stuff. It does. Oh, okay, good. And Moon, like I if it's, it you did. have to catch these certain Pokemon at night for them, or evolve. See, that makes sense. Evolve they did them. That at least. Evolve them at night or something stupid. Like I don't remember the contact completely, but I don't need fucking day or season night cycles in fucking Pokemon. 
I know, I'm fine with that because I like my favorite like old school Zeldas or uh, seasons and ages. Well, so. you're weird. I don't know what to tell you. And that changes like how the map functions. Uh, you know, those are great. You already played those. No, they're the best ones <laughs> for a Pokemon goddamn game. <laughs> I'm just saying they could get it to work. Didn't it rain in Zelda? Then yeah, it rained. And then when you're climbing, made the rock slippery made your stamina go down farther. That was irritating because that was never, like, explicitly stated in the tutorial that that would happen. That's kind of, like, my gripe with, like, oh, you climb this tower and look at everything. That's how you find it and get what? to it. If you don't have enough stamina to get up the tower, you're SOL. Well, and well, I did think of it, like, weird ways, too. You do weird things in weird ways. But, but it's not then you go to the next tower and it's like, oh, by the way, you can't see everything because you're in the mountains now. So they're behind mountains and obscured and you have to find weird paths again. And it's like, all right, what's the point of this fucking tower then? Like, you clear a map that has no icons on it. Yep. So I climbed this tower for what reason? <laughs> I can't look at anything from the tower. I can't tag anything because, again, the geography hides everything. Yep. And Are you, you tagging unlock... something on, like, a different area completely? Yeah, I was like, you could just give me a black map mm -hmm. with the icon and I will go there. And it's like, that's, it, it wouldn't it's, change it's, anything. It's too fucking vague. And the DLC is stupid for it. And I'm really irritated with the DLC and the Pokemons. And, and the pricing, nonetheless, too. It's like... It's astronomically priced and you're not getting a and, lot. And the worst part I know with Nintendo is I don't mind them hopping on the DLC bandwagon. That doesn't bother me. I think they what, should do DLC, but they need, they should have learned from, from 15 years, years of Microsoft and Sony either doing it right or fucking it up. Yeah. But, and they just didn't. But the worst part, too, they is... They just ignored them. Nintendo's games stay priced. Oh, yeah, they're full price. First party Nintendo games are always ever. just full price. So you're yeah. never going to get an opportunity. Maybe they may come out with, like, a holiday seasonal thing. But you're never going to get the fucking Pokemon game and the DLC for cheap. I love the... Because uh, even when we're looking on the thing right now, Zelda's still fucking $60. Oh, yeah, I, and I absolutely love looking at, like, pricing guides will come through, like, my news feed mm -hmm. and stuff, and I'll be like, oh, you know, Sony's running this sale, uh, Microsoft's running this sale, uh -huh. whatever. Nintendo's like, eh. <laughs> well, they'll do that, too. They'll be like, oh, Nintendo's running in sale. So you it's look, and it's like, cheaper. <laughs> oh, Horizon Zero Dawn has only been out two years. Yeah, yeah. Came out the same year as Zelda. <laughs> uh, you can get the complete edition with all the patches built in, hard copy, and uh, Frozen Wilds for $20. Um, and, then, and then you'll look at like Zelda and be like, oh, $60. on Amazon, like for only 50, three hours, it, yeah, it's $55. And it's like, ah, <laughs> no DLC. And Microsoft even does the same thing. They and, do crazy and, and no DLC. <laughs> you know, you buy the Master Chief collection mm -hmm. for Xbox, you get a free copy for the PC. So you really just have the price of it because you're getting. Two separate copies. <laughs> For two different things. And say it's full price, which they're not anymore. Nope. Uh, you spent $30 for a PC version and $30 for an Xbox version. Well, what's worse is with that $50 to $5 Zelda game, you're getting none of the DLC. No. Yeah. DLC is still Expansion's not built in. It isn't like they did a re-release like they did of Horizon Zero Dawn <laughs> where you get the expansion pass and the game and it's $60. It's no. Like, no, you gotta buy that separately still. <laughs> That's like the worst part. Come on, Nintendo. I know you're just starting to get on the, uh, you know, on the, the horse with the DLC, but don't price gouge us, and then don't make a deal. At least make the DLC a deal. Because it explicitly says with the Pokemon 2, um, one is not for the other, so make sure you buy the right one. So if you are, like, buying a sword and you fuck up and buy a shield, you're SOL. You have to buy full oh, price yeah. for sword. Which would suck. I don't know what their return policy is on, like, digital items. Like. It's none. Remember? The Nintendo thing doesn't have non-existent because you tried to return yeast because you messed up and bought it when you were, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. hammer. <laughs> yeah, these things happen. 
confusing as happened. I, 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 I got my sixty dollars worth for you, though. I know, I know, but <laughs> that was that was a content of uh, soreness for a little while there. But then you got to watch you. So eh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I feel like with DLC, they're just starting. They'll get better, but at the same time, it's like well, like I saw the Fire Emblem Three Houses one, and that you know, but the that's fir- not the first fir- party. That's third party though. They're only on, ever on Nintendo, though. Yeah. I, I don't know that studio. That studio might be first party, actually. Oh, well, I don't know that. That's not the night really in Privy 2. Yeah, I don't I don't know for sure, but they are only on Nintendo games. <sighs> or Nintendo consoles. <laughs> but uh, looking at their season pass, or their uh, DLC and expansions, mm-hmm. like, it seems like a normal expansion pass. So it's not like they don't know how to do it. I just think they're going to really, really irritate their fans, especially with Zelda and Pokemon, which are, besides Mario, like the three heavy hitters on this goddamn console. And it's like you're just kind of gearing up to really piss off uh, loyal fans who've started Pokemon like 1996 when I did. I was five, so I was a little older when So it's I a second party studio, not first party. See? That's what I mean, though. It's not first party. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know why the first parties are fucking up so much when the second parties are like... Ah, we got this. I feel like Game Freak in particular lost a lot of, like, good faith coming out with uh, Sword and Shield the way they did it. And, like, with the controversy beforehand mm. and now this expansion. And and then there's the controversy now because regardless, because like you said, it's got the loyal name on it, so yeah, that's yeah, the perfect. Yeah. But the actual fans like me who are playing it and then are playing, like, uh, this Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are, like, saying, well, this should have been Sun and Moon and then, like... Oh, the way you guys are fucking sub, and now they're really fucking up Sword and Shield, and you know they're gonna make Ultra Sword and Ultra Shield or something along those lines. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because that's what they do. Because it's like silver, and then Soul Silver, and vice versa. And it's just like you guys are just like Pokemon doesn't need DLC. Zelda, I get that should have DLC. Which is crazy because if they do Ultra versions, and you're like a crazy Pokemon fan, it's like your most favorite franchise mm-hmm. ever. You're gonna buy everything that comes out, right? Yeah. Like, like I do that with certain franchises. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, at the end of the day, if you bought the two copies. The two expansion packs for each one, mm-hmm. and then the ultra versions of them, three hundred dollars, right there. That's what just not just expect, in that. not not suspecting that the ultra versions are going to have their own versions of DLC. Probably, yeah. Like, I can picture them doing it. Three hundred and sixty dollars, just right there, or three hundred eighty. Yeah. On just like boom ski games. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah, spread over the course of maybe a couple years, but still. Yeah. That's three hundred dollar. Which is crazy because, like, I purchased some, like, incredibly expensive collector's editions that come I with, like, a whole... I think the fall thing's, like, $200. It was, it was close to that. It was, like, 180 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but you got a fucking... Uh, I, got a, I got a full, like, um, power, power armor, armor helmet. helmet that functions. Yeah, exactly. Changes your voice Steel and Steelbook game, uh, free DLC with it as well. Yeah, free uh, the helmet, uh, little, then, little army dudes, the art book, and then they the soundtrack. Up. And even when they fucked up and then it put out uh, play uh, the computer people, mm-hmm. they're they're giving that to free for everyone who bought the game in the first place or first. Oh yeah, the, the yeah. The, instead of doing DLC or expansion to make up for the lackluster reception of Fallout seventy six, mm-hmm. yeah, they, it's like all it's the, free. All the stuff's been free. Well, yeah, you even, do Fallout first now, which people will gripe about, but it's like. But everything else the is people who gripe about it also don't like Fallout 76 or play it, so it so doesn't really like, pertain y'all, to them. Y'all should just shut the fuck up. There's a lot of people, though, that there's a hardcore fan base for it. Who love it. Who love it, and if that's the only game they play and they've sunk hundreds and hundreds of hours into it, which a lot of people have, mm-hmm. then they can buy it all they want. It's their fucking money. Who yeah, gives exactly. a shit? It doesn't change the gameplay for anybody else. No. So. 
Exactly. Who cares? I know. If it souped you up and made you super powerful and then you were playing the, on uh, <laughs> public servers, then that's then, a dick move. But, but then that's funny doesn't. because people who do do that don't know how to use any of their shit, so the people who have had some kind of devourers can just kill you. <laughs> and it's fucking oh, funny. yeah. Well, and it was misreported on one of my favorite podcasts, but they mm. said that like people who had Fallout first were being like hunted down and killed. It was the other way. Yeah. It was... People were joining to do that. To try to hunt them. Yeah, and had never played the game. But then all the people who had played Thousands of Hours who were Fallout First members killed all of them and stole their shit. Yep. <laughs> well, because... Which you, was amazing. You could do a Fallout First and you can still have an open server for other people if you wanted to. Yeah, you can have, like, a private server. Which, and then people got pissed about that because they're like, ah, it's not really private. Like, it's just recycled. And it was like, all private servers are recycled. recycled. Like, it's not like you get a unique one <laughs> that's yours forever. Well, and then it's like, it's and then people were hopping onto it because it could be either private, semi-private, or if you're like, invite by friends or something like that. So semi-private. Mm. And then people are being dicks because they're friends of a friend who can get on your server and try to hunt and kill you. And then you're like, ha which, which they already patched and fixed. Yeah, they already did patch and fix that. And then it's you like... You can just turn it off so you're not even on and then you can be in your private world. Yeah. And then people are like hopping on and then you're like, sorry, you were playing. And then they're like, who the fuck is this guy? And it was somebody in my friends list that I had met via streaming when I uh, streamed Fallout 76. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what the hell, man? Like, and, and then the, afterwards oh, they patched it. Yeah. And then they patch it because you like you have to invite them into your world because some people still have friends and they like the privacy of it. Yeah, and you can play up to eight people in your private world and just have the eight of you. Yeah, with, with the story stuff. I still out, like, that's gonna be amazing. I still like hearing that story about how people try to hop on and kill them and they get killed because people who are playing thousands and thousands of hours or hundreds and hundreds of hours of. I that was a great story. Yeah, like I said, it was misreported that it was the other way that people were like punishing people for Having spending their, private, their own money yeah, and yeah. buying Fallout first for a mm-hmm. game that they enjoy. Um, and then nope. these hotheads who thought that they should be spending other people's money yeah. somehow, or mm-hmm. dictating how they spend their money, decided to hop on and, like, go and murder these Fallout First Which players. And then it fucking flipped, and the Fallout First people, yeah, who had played thousands of hours and were, like, level 500 or whatever, mm-hmm. or 200, and have amazing gear... Uh, just one punched man them pretty much yeah <laughs> and they ganged up they started roaming around in gangs and killing everybody who was like level one for a while <laughs> whoops yeah if you just came out of the vault they would kill you whoopsie yeah because that's because people were just spamming they were trying to yeah I've heard that's a huge problem on the PC in particular people are like hacking and stealing people's shit no, that's fucked up I think they're starting to fix that but still Anyways, but I feel like, you know, Nintendo's getting, uh, finally I'm glad they're doing the DLC. They just need to do it better. They yeah, should they, take... they quickly need to catch up and figure out, like, the third parties that have done it well and the... I think they should be able to see what their partners have done, Microsoft and Sony especially, with what's doing well and what's done fucked up. Yeah, they've had their network infrastructure. I, I get, a lot longer, I get. So Nintendo kind of beats their own drum, but don't be too far where you're just fucking it up and you're gonna piss people off. Don't go too far off the fucking left field. Yeah, and I don't think it don't would be the be beast from the east. <laughs> detrimental <laughs> to the Switch or Nintendo overall, but mm-hmm. it, it would be a blemish in the. The, it's something that they could sacrifice, but why? If you have a choice, like, yeah. Why, well, why hurt yourself? Why, why shoot yourself in the foot? Yeah. Um. And they, they just need to, mm-hmm. I'm sure they have people within their company, they just need to do the market research. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of data, even if you're not, like, 
peeking behind the curtain of Microsoft and Sony. No, there's data just out there. There's, with yeah, a lot of, like, consumerism, mm-hmm. you like, and just, you know, and in terms of, like, reviews or message boards. Well, and even with stuff. the games that they're porting to their thing now that have DLC that they're porting as well, it's like, no, why not take another look at the shit you're porting? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, just just take a look at what, what the market is saying about DLC or microtransactions mm-hmm. or expansion mm-hmm. passes and cherry pick the good features. Yep. And, you know, this this crap DLC mm-hmm. with just, you know, charging people $20, $30 for either, like, more Pokemon <laughs> or just a, a trial or a few weapons. Or level difficulty, even. Yeah, or, like, adventuring packs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just shove all that shit under the rug. Don't do it. Release that as patches. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, mm-hmm. include that with a much broader, like, fully Game encompassing and DLC everything, and expansion. Yeah. Like, do it that way. And, and hopefully they learn their lesson because it's like they're they're a heavy hitter, especially now with the Switch. And mm-hmm. they have great titles like Pokemon mm-hmm. and, and Zelda and Mario and Donkey Kong and, you know, even second party ones like Fire mm-hmm. Emblem. It's like they're doing really well for themselves, and they have great games. They're putting out really mm-hmm. good games, like, generally. Yeah, they are. And they're just not doing right in, like, post-release content. Nope. Not yet. Not yet. They're still they're still getting there. But I think, you know, that's a good place to slap Nintendo on the hand and say, come on now. I know. Right. I always say, <laughs> like, uh, critique the things you love. <laughs> See, I didn't pull them out. Piss me off, fuck bitches. Fuck you, you. All right, any housekeeping? Uh, by the time this episode released, uh, sixty-four bits of rage will be available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Music, mm-hmm. Castbox, and YouTube. So all the podcast services release uh, every Monday. Monday. Friday. Sorry, Uh-oh. I lied. You fucked up. I did Friday. I was thinking YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and then the YouTube version releases uh, past the weekend on mm-hmm. Mondays. So, I mean, it's 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mm-hmm. So, wherever you are, do the math. math. <laughs> just if you just want to listen to it, mm-hmm. uh, it's out every Friday. Um, pick your service. Pick it. Yep. Pick it's it. available now. Yep. We're, we're more than three episodes in. And then if you prefer to uh, listen mm-hmm. to it on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, Mondays. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, same time, 9 a.m. Yep. So it just takes a few more days to make sure that... It's released on certain servers and then released yeah. on YouTube. So, because all of the podcast services pull from my mm-hmm. RSS feed via CastBox. Mm-hmm. And uh, YouTube is kind of on its own. It's a separate thing. Yeah. So I have to make sure that the, the video, video, in air quotes... image on it. Um gets properly uploaded mm-hmm. and tagged and all that good stuff. So that's why there's a, a delay with that. But yeah, we're at the point now where you can listen to it hopefully on your favorite service. Yeah. Rather than just CastBox or YouTube. Still. Yeah. You're getting there. It's everywhere now. Everywhere. Everywhere. Aerial. And if you haven't listened and you enjoy this podcast, check out Rage Quit. Mm-hmm. That's our sister podcast. Ooh, uh, and ooh. twins. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Ariel and I co-host that one as well, and that is more PlayStation-centric. Yep. And that releases uh, one a week as well. So weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's every Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's everything, kind sir. That is everything. As always. Oh, there. Peace. Bye.